0: Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes. So climb on board to the Point Break! Welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes. A point break one minute at a time. I'm your host, Marin Kennedy.
1: I'm your other host, Jessa Lowe.
0: Great, Jessa. How's it going?
1: Good, how about
0: you? Hanging in there. It's hot in this yeah. recording studio. It's
1: really hot.
0: I'm glad we're finishing this up before uh before the summer really starts. Yeah. Oh, but I still have to be in here for some things. Uh well maybe I'll I'll work on uh, a solution for that. Yeah. But that's for another another thought session. This yeah. thought session is about point break and we're on minute 117. It's almost 2 hours.
1: All right. So minute 117. Continues Bodie's argument. Where am I going to go, man? Cliffs on both sides. I'm not going to paddle to New Zealand.
0: I'm not going to paddle to New Zealand. Yeah, his
1: voice like cracks and pops all over the place. It's a little John Travolta y. Come on, Zandy, Sandy. Sandy. Sandy.
0: Or Jimmy Fallon's impression of John Travolta. Oh, <laughs> like, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's. I haven't seen Greece in a while.
1: Ah, uh, you know what I heard today? Uh, yesterday at work, a slowed down, unplugged acoustic version of "You're the One That I Want." Oh. And it was like a woman on the guitar singing like a folk version
0: of it. That's weird. It was really weird. Was it Ellen Page?
1: <laughs> um, because it, that's now her thing. She does pop cut co- like folk covers of pop songs.
0: I guess. It was, it was her thing like eight years ago, probably, when that video was made. I don't know. <laughs> We're talking know. about the video where she did she cut a cover of Britney Spears' Lucky on acoustic guitar, very sad sounding with a, a ballet dancer dancing around. With, I
1: think, her her girlfriend or her wife Maybe. Um, dancing a modern interpretive dance next to her. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's probably cool when, like, if I saw that at the time it came out, I would have thought it was cool, but now it seems pretty cheesy.
1: I think at the time it felt very cheesy. It
0: felt cheesy at the time. Yeah. I was giving it trying to give it the benefit yeah. of the doubt of like aging a little yeah. bit.
1: It definitely happened like maybe like definitely less than eight years ago. It was like maybe four.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things like I okay, I like Ellen Page a uh-huh. lot of things, so I'm not gonna like try and like I'm not like being like, uh fuck but I feel like the idea of doing the song Lucky as like, oh, it's actually like a sad song. Like, like that's
1: the whole point. That was the, point
0: of the original version. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's <laughs> why it was cool.
0: You don't need to point it out with your sad acoustic guitar. Yeah. Like it's, it's better as like an upbeat, more upbeat sounding pop song. It's more of a dichotomy that way. Yeah, more of a contrast.
1: Yeah, more more work of art. Mwah.
0: Like a kiss. Yeah, the like a, a perfect mm-hmm. rendition, Britney Spears.
1: I love it. I love it's that a, song. It's a very good song. Yeah, I love it in the original form.
0: And it, and it was also because you know, Britney, it fit her narrative, which is also sort of like you're, you know having a song that tells a story that relates to who who the person is seen in the public eye, how mm-hmm. they're seen. This has been Britney Spears minute. Uh, Point break. Um, yeah, cliffs on both sides. I did look at uh, pictures of Bell's Beach. Uh, I didn't see any cliffs.
1: Oh,
0: it seems like a pretty flat shoreline. Yeah. But, I mean, his point stands. He can't paddle to New Zealand. That would be... (laughs) Is he really... Oh, fuck. Well, we just had a cat emergency where Francis just climbed up onto my leg and it just happened again. Oh, my God. It's, I'm bleeding. I'm oh bleeding no. on my hand. Francis. Oh, my God. Francis is going Get insane. Out of here. She feels like she's trapped. Oh, my God. All right. I'll play through the pain. Okay. I'll cut around this somehow. Okay. Uh, he can't paddle to New Zealand. That would be a very long trip to go swimming-wise. So, I yeah. think his point stands.
1: Yeah, but you also you even look at the coastline of Oregon it's not that cliffy.
0: No, no. So, either way, I, I you know, the cliffs, it works in the movie, the metaphorical
1: but... metaphorical cliffs. cliffs. The cliffs of Hoffman. The cliffs
0: in his mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I actually don't know. Could he paddle to New Zealand?
0: I think it's pretty far. Okay. I mean, I don't know. People have been known to do... People have swum the English Channel. Yeah. Uh,
1: David Wallace.
0: Sure. Has. Oh, okay.
1: He's on a uh, uh big fat quiz.
0: Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's something a lot of people have done at this point. Yeah. Oh. What's the longest someone has gone swimming? Let's just uh <clears throat> Okay, that that's crazy. So we just looked it up and uh, the longest swim world record set by Martin Strell
1: as of 2009.
0: As of 2009, 3,272 miles. Of exhaustion, sunburn, delirium, and piranhas. He's 52. It's a 50, a 66-day swim down the Amazon River.
1: That that just sounds awful.
0: That sounds like the worst. That's, How did... that's insane. I, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm just not one of these people. I guess there's, cert, there's a certain type that is just like, I just need to be the best at something. Uh, mostly athletes. Yeah. Where it's just like, no, I need to do something and just, just to prove I can do it. And I'm like, Why? I don't, I don't have that need.
1: But the Amazon River, there's like just there's piranhas like, and scary other fish that are big. A lot
0: of scary things,
1: and like alligators, I think.
0: So, oh, now I'm looking at longest ocean swim. The Longest ocean swim is 139 miles by this rather flabby-looking man. <laughs> uh, I wonder if
1: that's just a, a
0: that might just be stalk a stock photo. It's a very oddly chosen stock photo of an older man in a speedo yeah um i don't want to body shame him but you know he's an older man he doesn't look like what you'd expect uh the the attempt took 50 hours and 10 minutes 139 miles the adriatic sea um in along the uh, italian coast uh so let's see how far is it from australia to new zealand
1: can one here's
0: uh here's quora.com
1: can Swim from New Zealand to Australia is—is is it common? Is it—is it—is
0: it common? <laughs> Can one swim from Australia uh, from New Zealand to Australia? Is it common? Yeah, best Griffin McElroy impression. Yeah. I'm Trying—it's hard to do. Uh, the answer from Wiki is no. <laughs> it's fifteen hundred to 2- two twenty-two hundred kilometers. Um, yeah, from the tip of North New Zealand to Sydney is. 1225 miles. Good luck with that.
1: Good luck with
0: that. Good luck with that. Martin Strell, who they mentioned, took 50 days to swim the length of the Amazon River. That's uh 3274 miles, but river water is very different from o- open ocean water.
1: I don't know. I mean, it's a big river.
0: It it is, but it's still very different, especially No, it's it's very like the the like there're there are sections of the ocean where, if you're if, even if you're on a boat, it's not safe to be out there. So if you're just Why? swimming, because the waves, the the choppiness is too much. Oh. They, they they talk about that in the uh, the documentary I recommended about uh, going to um, Pitcairn. Oh, or the boat, like yeah. the ocean got so rough, and that probably wasn't even a particularly rough part of the ocean. Do you know like, think it probably parts could be of worse? The
1: ocean are rough, or just the weather's rough?
0: I mean, the it's the weather. Okay. it's not like the know. water is inherently like
1: that's my question
0: no it's, it's like the wind and whatever's happening weather-wise. and gravitationally i guess i don't know i'm not a meteorologist or a marine by bi- marineologist like I know this stuff I mean, you can only do so much jess i mean i just did a lot of research for this one bit <laughs> i'm going to have to cut around it quite a bit but we do it for you i think uh, there, there's no record of it having been done that I can find, uh, and I think it's probably far too long a distance and to uh, the the ocean. Like, this is the ocean. Not even just a sea. This is, like, the ocean. Yeah. The Indian Ocean, I think, or Pacific. Mm-hmm. South Pacific, maybe. Maybe it's on the edge. But it's just going to be too, yeah, just too rough, too long. You wouldn't be able to do it. And especially in the conditions that we're in in the movie, where it's the 50-year storm. Ah. Like... Even with that, especially, when um, we went to Hawaii for my dad's 50th birthday, there were some pretty big swells on the beaches we went to, but not nearly as big as this would be. Yeah. And it's not even like the biggest swells that you could find in Hawaii, but there's still, you know, big waves, and uh, he got bowled over and lost his glasses. Oh. And uh, that was kind of a, it was still a fun trip, but he... Yeah, you couldn't really see well after that.
1: That's awful. It's
0: kind of a bummer. I feel like I feel like we figured out a solution to that. Like we got him some like temporary frames somewhere and it kind of worked, but you know, it's kind of a bummer.
1: Yeah. That's awful. It's fun to
0: play in the water, but be safe. Those big waves are are uh, they look fun, but it can uh they can you can get like knocked unconscious by them.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. The
1: Ocean's a scary place.
0: It is. So let that be a lesson to ye.
1: Yeah. So, do we want to talk now about whether we think Patrick Swayze knows he's going to die or not?
0: Yes, we should talk about okay. it now.
1: Okay. Now we have permission.
0: In this case, he does. He definitely knows, like he's going to his death, and everyone and Keanu they they share an understanding. Yeah. Um. But did he, when he talked about going to Bell's Beach earlier on in the movie as a dream of his? Did he always think, like, oh, this is going to be where I die, doing this insanely big wave, surfing on this insanely big surf?
1: I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. I think he was more naive back then. Yeah. And he hadn't really seen—now he's, like, accustomed to death because all his friends are dead, and he's killed someone, uh, and he's seen it. So I think it's more real to him.
1: What's that Garth Marenke quote? You'd be sarcastic, too, if everyone you'd ever loved had died. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that is it. Uh, so I, I think, yeah, I, I think. Okay, so here's the other the other question. So we can really, Francis is just really not being helpful in this recording session at mm-hmm. all. But we'll just we'll just pull through here. Uh, he, so initially, I don't think he he just thought it would be a way to like get closer to God, you know. But and now that the cops have shown up, he definitely knows like he'd rather die than go to prison so it's like okay this is actually something I want to do Yeah, this is how I want to go rather than be captured before the cops found him where was he at do you think was he I think he might have still been there because everyone was leaving the beach well, clearly he's just
1: been contemplating it yeah
0: yeah I think he was contemplating it when you see him on the beach standing very still with his blanket yeah and everyone else is like leaving the beach or, or staring at him yeah it seems like he's thinking about what this means. Yeah, you know, he's thinking about what what's going to happen and and making the decision. Yeah, and maybe and maybe there there's a point. You know, this is all sorts of exploration you can do as an actor, you know, mm-hmm. or or a writer, anything that handles this character. But like, he might have been contemplating. He might he might have been thinking about not doing it. Yeah, he was maybe he was scared. But now that he's forced to make this decision, he prison, or doing this thing like yeah. yeah deep stuff we try to deep. get I, I like when we get deep on this one yeah yeah, because i think point break has depths to it
1: it does it really does like i feel like every time we watch it it's it gets more and more like there, there's just more to discover yeah and there's more to be like wow that was actually good
0: yeah this is quite a journey we've been on yeah we want to uh, do recommendations on that note leave on that yeah high note. you
1: uh kick us off man
0: Well, as I said on the last minute, I did recently uh, finally see Avengers, the endgame one. Uh, As part of that, some people attempted the, like, grueling 22-movie rewatch going up into it, and uh, I can't handle that. There's a lot of them I haven't seen in a long time, and I don't think I need to revisit them. Uh, But I did decide I will at least complete this series, so I will have seen every movie going into this, and the only one I hadn't seen was Thor The Dark World, which is one that I'd always heard was not very good, I wasn't very excited to see it, but I was going to do it, just so I'd seen them all, there's only one left, and uh, going into it with low expectations, it was pleasantly surprising, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, narratively, it doesn't work very well, Natalie Portman looks like she is, you know, really doesn't want to be there uh and she doesn't have much to do in this you know to be fair like i i feel bad for her having to be in this (laughs) um but she she you know does well enough considering adds adds a certain amount of charm uh but what i mostly liked about this movie i mean chris hemsworth is charming as thor and tom hiddleston is still good as loki uh they're great together a good pair um so you get that
1: uh, Idris Elba's in it, right? Idris
0: Elba's in it. He mm. he has some good some good scenes. He has some good bits.
1: He looks cray cray though, right? Because he has those weird like he has light weird contacts. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think he looks cool that way. Um, mm. I think he looks pretty cool in these movies. Um, he has some good scenes in here. Uh, uh, Rene Russo as as uh, Thor's mom has some good stuff.
1: Thor's mom. Thor's
0: mom. Fri Frigga. friga, friga.
1: Frig.
0: Um. But what I mostly liked about this movie and was very impressed by was the design element. Uh, I thought there there are some really cool, you know, just like fight set pieces, some really cool like ship designs and weapon designs that I thought were very creative and seemed very. Just well thought out, um, more so than almost any other Marvel movie I've seen. Like basically, if you look at it, like it starts out with this fight. It's very Lord of the Rings. There's like a he fights like a big troll with a club, and there's just sword play and bows and arrows and all this stuff. And it's it's done pretty well. And then like later on in the movie, there's like shifts with lasers. So it's like it's like Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings, which is kind of a cool thing to attempt. Um, and I think it pulls off the aesthetic very well. Uh so at that part it's like a total success the only problem is like the narrative just falls flat it's just not a very interesting story. Um so I you know it's worth a watch if you're a completist I guess <laughs> half you yeah. know half-hearted recommendation but I just really want to shout out the design whoever did that like I, the, my test is always like do I want to build these out of Legos and if I was a little <laughs> kid I think I would have and I I wouldn't be able to say that for a lot of other Marvel movies there's a, a lot of the designs in them like the ship designs that they have to do are kind of just like, eh, you know, not very interesting. But in this one, they were very interesting.
1: Well, whoever their art director is would probably be like jizzing their pants here. I, like, I feel like I
0: feel like should look up who it did it and yeah. then like give them like a, hey, I I know this movie is no one really liked this this movie this Thor movie, but I really appreciated your work. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll follow up on that. Maybe I'll you'll,
1: you'll send them a direct message.
0: <laughs> I'll DM them.
1: Yeah. You'll just slide into those DMs.
0: <laughs> I hate that phrase. <laughs> so, Thor: The Dark World, uh, not a not a great movie, but if you're into like cool ship designs and stuff like that, and, like and you also you, you get to see the the world of Asgard more than either the other two Thor movies. Like in the first one, you kind of see it, and then he goes to New Mexico, which is a very boring setting, and then the third one, you're on another planet most of the time, which is cool. But in this one, you really get to see Asgard, and it's a it's cool, cool design, cool world, cool world. Cool. Another recommendation: cool world. Cool. The cartoon real life mash em up. Mm. Not really. Go ahead, Jessa.
1: Thanks. So I'm going to recommend the music video for Art Versus Sciences, um, Palais vous Français, and um. It's a has a mime fight in it, and that's funny. And the song's kind of funny as it is. Um, so there you go.
0: <laughs> Keeping it short and sweet, Jessa. Yeah. I like that. I I should take a note from you every <laughs> now and then. Uh, that's been Point Break Minute. We've been Murren and Jessa. We did it again. We're going to do it again a couple more times. Another Point Break Minute. A couple more minutes left. And we'll see you on the flip side on Point Break Minute, brah.
1: Woo!